אנחנו קוראים בספר כתבי בעל הסולם. We are reading from the writings of בעל הסולם, the article, the meaning of conception and birth. We are in the headline, the birth to father and mother. At that time they became worthy of breathing the spirit of life. And the prophecy, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, came true in them. Note that he's addressing the togetherness, the many people who gather together. First, a kingdom of priests to revoke their personal possessions. And subsequently, a holy nation which is to bestow contentment upon their maker through love your neighbor as yourself. In corporeality, the newborn falls into loving and loyal hands who are the father and the mother who guarantee its sustenance and health. Likewise, once each one has been prepared with 600,000 who care for one's sustenance, they breathe the spirit of life, as it is written, and Israel encamped there before the mount, and Rashi interpreted as one man with one heart. Meaning we cannot connect all these things together the way it was described in the Exodus from Egypt and on Mount Sinai and this whole process that we barely maybe heard about or read once. But rather we see that these things are explained in several method on several levels, several languages. There's the spiritual language, which is the language of Kabbalah, Sfirot, Parzufim, worlds, etc. There's the spoken language, which is the, let's say, the, the biblical language, which talks about the whole process, whereas some ancient nation went through a certain process, exiting Egypt, exiting Egypt, And after Egypt, the reception of the Torah, where it's explained to them that if you're going to connect, you'll become by this something holy. Something holy meaning differentiated. As the groom says to the bride, you are sanctified upon me, where now you belong just to me. Holy means that you're differentiated outwards towards belonging to someone. And that's what the Creator is saying. You are holy and belong to me now. This is after you have connected in Egypt and you have come to Mount Sinai, meaning willing to rise above the Sina, the hatred between you. And therefore you will be, to me, uh, holy and sanctified. And you'll be called a holy nation. Holy being a nation that belongs to me. Being on the same level of connection, the same adhesion, we are found to be connected to me now. And 
That's it. This is actually what he's saying. PT3. Thank you. What is the state where a soul is born? The clothing of the Creator in the created being is actually the disclosure, the revelation of the soul, where there's already a desire in the created being which is completely, whether it's small or, or great, it's not important, but that it is in order to bestow, that's called this, the feeling of the next world, the feeling of spirituality, the feeling of the Creator, connection with Him to a certain extent, at least to a small extent. And this is called soul, the soul. And it has a mother and father? Those are, are already the forces that are revealed in the soul. It's all attained from within the soul. Just like a child who's born, then from being born and developing from within himself, he starts to attain that he has a father and a mother. What is the mother and father of the soul? Forces that operate together in the soul and stabilize, establish the soul as it is. The force of reception and force of bestowal that connect together and in their connection stabilize the, the embryo. And there is some relationship with them, with these forces? On the side of the embryo of the child? Yes, the, the, the newborn soul. Yes, yes, of course. What is the relationship between the growing soul and... Well, sir, I'm not going to go and talk to you about that right now. That's a system. This is the system. It's the building of the recognition of coarseness, the screen, the reflected light, relations, intentions, all that there is. This is already life on the degrees, in degrees of nearing, of incorporation, Belarus. Can we say there's two degrees, the kingdom of priests and holy nation? One is to bestow in order to bestow, and then uh, receiving in order to bestow? Yes. Next. Two, posterior and anterior. Man's eyes are before him. This implies that he can look only to the future in a manner of growth from below upward. However, he cannot look behind him in the manner of conception from above downward. As it is written about Lot, look not behind you. Hence, man is denied any real knowledge because he is devoid of the beginning. He's like a book whose first half is missing. So its content cannot be understood at all.
The whole advantage of those who attain is that they are rewarded with attaining conception too, meaning the progression from above downward. Man includes everything, and this is evidently seen when he looks and contemplates something. Everyone knows that he's not looking outside his own body and ideas whatsoever. Yet, he attains the whole world, knows what people think, assesses how to be liked by them, and adapts himself to their wishes. In order to know that, he only needs to look inside himself. And he already understands the thoughts of his contemporaries. Because everyone is equal, and a person contains all the people within The restriction on one's knowledge is that one does not know one's own conception or remembers anything from that time so as to be able to say anything about it. Moscow 1. Moscow 1. Why here in the beginning, in the beginning of the paragraph, he talks about conception. Because that was before a person was born to this world. Were the forces that cascaded from above downwards until it began to establish it as a one that's born in this lower world. Florida. Okay, Florida. Why is it important to know about conception? Because this has to do with attainment, the attainment of a person. We need to attain it all. Everything that the Creator did for us, both for the past and the present and the future, we need it. We need to attain it all. Why? Because by that we we grow our soul, we intensify it, and we become more adhered to Him. Therefore, we need this. We must have this. You're right. What do we need that for? Why altogether do I need to attain something? I need, let's say, to know that I'm in the Creator and to nullify before Him in every way, in every possible way, as a point, as a black point within the white light. No. I must attain all the light, all the attitude of the Creator towards me and to unify and adhere to Him. Yeah, just to clarify the question, he asks about why is it important to understand the conception that we're talking about here? Because without that, I wouldn't know what the Creator wants for me. I won't know Him. 
Okay? There were questions in, oh, again, PT-19. Yes? Please. We learned that you can't look backwards but only forward. And he talks about it here. Not true. Not true. You're not looking backwards. You're progressing forward, and by that you're attaining what's behind you. The question is right. It's correct, but that's the answer. Let's uh, see. I don't understand why what he says here. He says... uh, a man's eyes are before him. This implies that he can look only to the future in a manner of growth from below upward. However, he cannot look behind him. What does it mean? That we need to advance forward, and by advancing forward, we can inst- we can study or investigate the past. Just like in us, in our world, the scientists, by advancing, and science is progressing, we nevertheless are going to the digs, we're going to all kinds of studies, also in space, of what was there billions of years ago, and also within the ground and, and all kinds of ways. This helps us understand the present and to be more connected to the force that is operating on it. I remember you taught us for years, you said, Zvika, stop looking backwards, uh, sitting in, you know, like a fool sitting in his own lap, eating his own flesh. So, I always relied on the past, on troubles I went through. So how can you forget about these things? I would sit and eat myself up, and you would say, stop doing it. That's correct that I said that to you, and I'm saying that same thing to you again. Stop eating yourself over your past. Everything that happened until this moment was nevertheless under the control of the Creator only. You could say, but now... If I were to do something, next moment, after that next moment, I will also be able to say that this it all came from the Creator? Also. But now I'm about to do a certain transgression. No. You're not, you are, you're going to go and you do it. It's the Creator that will do it through you. But you're basically saying forget what happened and forget what happened just because if you always hold on to what happened, my head is there. That's the fool who's sitting with his hands folded over and is eating his own flesh. What do you recommend doing in these cases? The the past could be very, very rich with even sins. It's not important, sinning or nothing. Do you think in the next world, when you come to the the court and the judges will stand there, they'll look at you, so they will uh, judge you for all the transgressions and crimes that you did in this world, in this life, upon earth? To who? Who will they turn to? Who are they going to look at you? Who are you? What are you? With all the strings that you're being, you know, operated upon like a, like a marionette? Yes? It all comes from above. You're a puppet on strings. What do you think? That uh, the upper judges are going to look at a person and and attribute to a person everything he did? Who is that person? 
What is he, the creator, an angel? So according to what you say, everything I did in the past, I'm not not guilty. You didn't even do it. You're, you don't belong to that. You weren't even living in it. So everything's from above, even if I do something bad. There is no good or bad, because it is all kind of being cascaded before your eyes. It's rolling before your eyes. So you're saying there's nothing evil a person does, everything he does is from above. He also doesn't do good. Doesn't do good? Yes, of course, he doesn't do good. What is good and what is bad? He doesn't do not acts of bestowal and also action, he doesn't do acts that are against bestowal. All that he does is only in order to know how to get to know his good inclination and evil inclination after this corporeal development, when he will be more developed. We now in our world are beginning just to come to the time, that's why it's called the last generation, where we have developed thus far in a sufficient manner. The initial primary first step in getting to know the force of bad and the force of good in creation. From here onwards, we will start. It comforts me, according to what you said. So if I did bad things in the past, there's no no uh, punishment, basically. Who are you? There is no you. The will to receive without your governance was operating in you, and then you did what you did. And then you did. It, none of that is con- is counted or considered. What is there to judge a person for? So it shows that I wasn't even the one doing all these transgressions. You see where the wisdom of Kabbalah begins. It begins from a person going through a restriction, a screen, reflected light, and then begins to develop. And before that, before that, he's immersed in his will to receive. And the will to receive is completely in the hands of the Creator. There is no hand of man in it. And to the extent in which a person acquires the restriction and the screen, then he also begins somewhat to enter into the system of the heavens, to the holy, to the sanctified system. So you're saying only when you attain something, then it's called sin or punishment or something of that sort? Not sin and not punishment or anything. Everyone resembles a a beast, an animal. And only with the help of a screen, we are talking about the fact that there's a a created being, an Adam, one that resembles the Creator, according to the extent in which the Masach, the screen, operates in him. By the way, first time I hear it, it's very comforting. So all the transgressions that you've done, as if you didn't do them. I really hope that's the truth ultimately. Look what content I gave him. Look how happy he has, how happy a person is. He thought that he's got hell before him, that he'll be burnt there and what will not be. And now, not just like that. 
I was certain that that's what it what it was. Yeah. The the only thing they will tell about you here is that here is where the dog is buried. I hope that you will be next to me and comfort me as well. Uh, I will also be next to you, and they'll say the same about me. Thank you. Okay, are we done? Latin two. Latin two. Hola, Rab. Buenos días. La pregunta es, la decena, ¿de dónde comienza a ser Question is, the ten, when does the ten begin to be aware of its work uh, in ten people? When it connects to ten people, to the ten. When it connects, or it connects at least partially to, it's also already a group. It's also a ten, even though it's, its power is very small. But the more you're close to ten, that's how we grow. Just to refine the question from Jesus, when is the ten becoming aware of its conception? as a ten. The moment they begin to see themselves in their eyes, in their corporeal eyes as a ten, they already enter into Ibu, into conception. And it is desirable for them not to forget this and hold on to this as much as possible, as much as they're capable. And then by that, they also operate the upper force that begins from this moment onwards to to operate them and care for them. USA Northeast. USA Northeast. Раф, спасибо большое. Мы понимаем приблизительно, что такое смотреть вперёд. Вы объяснили, что такое смотреть назад. А по тексту We more or less understand what it means to look forward. You mentioned what it is to look backwards, but according to the text, it says we need to look forward. What does that mean? A person looks within himself, inside his desires, his his impressions, his rishimo, his records, and by that he can both investigate his past and his future. Moscow 1. Да, дорогой Раф, спасибо. А вот как поймать вот это вот следующее состояние? Вот оно, получается, должно быть... How to perceive the next state? supposed to be relieved from the ego. Friends, I just want to tell you one thing. We are reading now articles of Balasulam that are not articles. They are not written for the broad public. He wrote this as a draft for himself so that maybe later at some point to expand on it and write a whole book a long book. So, So from these short paragraphs, it's very hard for us to learn a lot. And I also don't want to confuse you. We are here reading about spiritual degrees, upper degrees. Let's say we have before us now to read about the 50th gate. The 50th gate is a very exalted, high spiritual degree. Well, how could I explain that to you? Let's see. Gilad. 
Yes, headline, the 50th gate. This is the meaning of the verse, you will see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Moses attained the meaning of conception, meaning all the discernments from above downward in full. It is called the posterior of the spiritual worlds. And all he lacked was to look at the face as well, meaning to see the future through the end of the correction. This is called 50th, 50 gates of Bina. Until the highest possible degree. That's called the 50th gate. Yes. Since the level of Bina is 100 gates, and Bina is named by Kabbalists, Ima, as she is the mother of the whole world, Bina, Ima, the mother, one who is rewarded with attaining all 100 gates in her, is rewarded with the revelation of completeness. There are 50 gates, from behind are the conception, meaning the progression from above downward. And there are 50 gates from before are the necessary path of development through the end of correction. At that time, the whole earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, and they shall teach no more each man his neighbor and each man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them. This is the meaning of Moses' prayer. Show me, please, your glory. Meaning, all 50 gates of Bina from before. And the Creator said to him, You shall see my back. It is enough that you see all 50 in my posterior from above downward. It is enough that you will you see all 50 in my posterior from above downward. But my face shall not be seen, since you will not see all the fifty from before, for man shall not see me and live, meaning before it is due time, when the vessels have fully adapted and developed. Prior to this, one must die by seeing this, because the Kelim vessels will not be able to receive that great light and will be cancelled. This is the meaning of what's written. Fifty gates of Binah were created in the world, and all but one were given to Moses. But in spirituality there is no lack. Rather, it is all or nothing, as in a slightly broken vow is a completely broken vow. But in the end, when the measure of the Kelim grow and develop sufficiently, they will be fit for attaining the 50th gate. You should also know that there are two kinds of attainment 
prophecy and wisdom. With respect to wisdom, Moses attained what all the sages attained. But with respect to prophecy, he could not attain. It is about this that our sages said, a sage is preferable to a prophet. And they also said that Solomon attained the 50th gate. Well, these are such concealed matters that we cannot to philosophize about them. I don't think that it's suitable to us. We just need to hear what is written and for the time being we will try to come to it at some point. Of course we will get there. But now to understand them well Let's see what Kiev wants to ask. It's... I wanted to be precise. It says here that Moses asked to see the glory of the Creator. What, what does it mean? What is that request? That is to probably reach the revelation of the bestowal of the Creator in a complete manner to all of the created beings, to the revelation of the Keter. Okay, let's move to the third part of the lesson. Yes.